All right, we made it. Happy March 1st. Made it through February. We are one third of our way into year 2021. March is Women's History Month. Let's not forget that. We'll discuss more later throughout the month. But I wanted to talk real quick about setting goals since this is March 1st. I know a lot of people have uh, set some goals for the Lent season. They've either taken something away or is abstaining from doing something for Lent. But I want to try to encourage people to go past the Lent period. Like whatever you're taking away, whatever you're stopping for Lent, try to do that past the end of Lent. And I'm not sure off the top of my head when the, when the Lent, the end of Lent is this year, but try to do that thing or try to stay away from that thing or person or whatever past Lent. You will see that the longer you abstain from it, the longer you're not doing it, the longer you're not eating it, the longer you're not drinking it, that you're going to forget all about it. You're going to forget that you're not doing it. And it's going to be easy. Also, I wanted to talk about goal setting and schedule, setting a schedule. So for me, my typical day, Monday through Friday, is I wake up anywhere between 4.45 a.m. to 5 a.m.-ish. I do a workout with my daughter, Naomi, for about an hour. I check my work emails real quick. just to make sure I'm not missing anything or there's nothing important I need to respond to. Then I shower while listening to the Clubhouse app at the same time. And then I meditate. I do my TM meditation for 20 minutes. And then I sit in front of my computer and start working and start researching ways to become wealthy. And I do this every day, Monday through Friday. Um, so I'm saying this to say that it is very helpful if you create a schedule for yourself. I know a lot of people are like me, we're teleworking because of COVID. So it's easy to just roll over and pick up your laptop, punch a couple keys and log on for the day. And then just kind of like lounge around in the bed. But I want to... My grandson is on one, if y'all can't hear him in the background screaming. Um, but anyway, but I want you guys to, first I want you to set the laptop somewhere else. Now, if you're telling working like me, you should create a space that's totally separate from your bedroom for your telework. You can find a cheap desk on Amazon or Facebook Marketplace, but just set an area up away from your bed that you actually conduct your telework function in. Like I have a room set up uh, where I keep my laptop, my work laptop and my personal MacBook away from my bed so that I intentionally don't just roll over and grab my laptop and log in and then lay back down. You wanna make it so you are getting up and out of the bed, uh, actually moving actually setting goals for yourself for the day, 
And that's another thing. You should set goals, daily goals and long-term goals. Like this is March 1st. So everything that happened in February, you can't bring it back. You can't relive it. You can't redo it. It's gone. So you have to look at each day as a new day. So March 1st is a new month to do it, whatever that it is that you want to do, to do it anew. And when I say anew, I mean to actually just do it anew. You're not redoing anything um, that you did in February and January. You're not rehashing any beefs that you had in January or February. You're not worrying about anything that you worried about in January and February. March 1st is starting a new month, a new time for you to become intentional. So what are we going to do? So we're going to, let's recap this. What are we going to do? March 1st, number one, we're going to set some goals. Set a goal or set some goals. Let's see, for March, what do I want my goal to be? I'm like a scale. Uh, I'm a scale addict. That's a good word. I get on the scale every day, and I don't know why, but I've been getting on the scale every day throughout my fitness journey since I started my fitness journey which started in 2003. So that's a long time to be a scale hog. That's a that's a funny word for it, a scale hog. A hog for the scale. That's a long time to be a scale hog, but um, I do it just to kind of keep track of my progress. So I think for March, my goal is going to be not, my goal is going to be to not get on the scale every day. I'm not even going to give myself a time frame. I'm just going to put a, my goal is broad. Like, just don't get on the scale every day. I think that should be easy to do. So, okay, so we're going to set some goals. We're going to set a goal or some goals in March. We're going to make a schedule for ourselves in March. So we're going to get up at the same time every day. And we're going to do things in a set order every day. You don't have to set a schedule for your whole day. You can just start out setting a schedule for the morning. Or you can just set a schedule for lunch. Or you can set an evening schedule. So like your evening schedule could be, okay, so I'm going to eat dinner by such and such time. And then at such and such time, I'm going to wind down for the day. Or I'm going to get ready for the next day. Or I'm going to blah, blah, blah. So let, let's do that. We're gonna, so we're going to set a goal or some goals, make our schedule, and then we're just going to be intentional. We're going to make sure that we achieve everything that we set out to achieve for March. Oh, and then we're going to go past, if you're abstaining or you've taken something away for Lent, we are going to go past that Lent cutoff date. So whatever you're abstaining from or whatever you're not doing, we're going to go past Lent. See how long you can go past Lent without doing it and without eating it and without drinking it. Okay? So happy March 1st, everyone. Happy March. Happy Women's History Month. Let's get it.
hey, real quick, I just want to shout out my guy, Carter Anderson, who did my commercial in the beginning of the segment. If you guys need anyone to do your voiceover or a commercial for your podcast, holler at Carter. He's on Instagram at Carter Anderson. That's Carter with a C. Anderson, common spelling, 524 on the gram. Check him out. So I decided to add a segment to my podcast each week called, I Know You Fucking Lying. And it's going to be about the craziest stories for the week. So I was watching the news just now and I heard Lady Gaga's name. So I kind of paused because I just met Lady Gaga at work and she is the most down to earth humble artist I've ever met in my life. So when I heard Lady Gaga's name, I was like, oh, what happened to Lady Gaga? Then they said, these fools shot her dog walker and I guess pretended to, wanted to hold her dog's ransom, her French bulldogs. I know you fucking lying. These fools did not shoot the dog walker. You can't even be a dog walker nowadays. Forget banging in the hood. You can't even be a dog walker in the suburbs. Well, fear of somebody trying to get you for your dogs, your customers' dogs at that. I know you fucking lying. Hey, do you all watch The Bachelor? You know that show when the guy goes on and it's like 20 or 50 girls all crying and kissing them and he's, he's whining and dining and taking them out on dates. I watched a couple episodes of it. I don't really get into it that much. My daughters watch it, so I kind of like piggyback off what they what they watch. But so I was on Instagram and TMZ was talking about some Rachel chick and then some the guy that's, I guess, this season's bachelor. I, I guess I don't, you know, like I said, I don't watch it, but. I do know he's the first black bachelor. So this season of Bachelor is historic because Matt, I think they go by first names, Matt is the first black bachelor ever in the whole 25 seasons of The Bachelor. Anyway, so Matt's on there this season. Um, and there's a lot of controversy because the one that he chose, the bachelor, the contestant that he chose, Rachel, has been criticized of being racist. So uh, it came out that Rachel participated in an antebellum costume party of some sort. And for those of you all that are not familiar with antebellum, first of all, there was a movie last year with uh, Janelle Monet um, about antebellum, but Wikipedia says that antebellum was a period in the South, uh, the Southern United States from the late 18th century to the start of the American Civil War. So in the movie, Janelle Monet plays a character that she's black. Um, so in the beginning, you don't know that the movie is set in present tense. I don't want to tell too much of the movie if you haven't seen it, but it, it, Janelle Monet is a slave on a plantation and it's just a movie about slavery and the civil war era 
Uh, but then as the movie goes on, you'll see that it's really, well, anyway, you'll see what it's really about um, as the movie goes on. It's a really good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, please go and watch Antebellum. So anyway, so this bachelor guy, Matt, the person he chose, the contestant, Rachel, uh, attended an antebellum costume party, which is very racist. So she got a lot of backlash because of that. And then after she appeared on The Bachelor, one of her high school classmates came out and spoke out against her and talked about how she made racist comments when she was in high school. And so the high school classmate posted a video and said that Rachel bullied her back when they were in high school for dating black men. And I quote, Girl Lee, remember when you bullied me in high school for liking black guys? End quote. I guess she was saying like that's it. Uh, in contrast of her going on this Bachelor show with the first black Bachelor and being a contestant on that show when she bullied her for dating black men back in the day. Then Maddie shared some screenshots between her and other women with similar experiences with Rachel. Now, I know you fucking lying, Steve Harvey. He said, Michael Jordan is not the sexiest man alive. I know he don't think his big mustache ass is. Going to talk about. He is not that impressed by his daughter's boyfriend. Talking about uh, Lori Harvey. You know, her and Michael B. Jordan are now an item. For those of you who didn't know. Uh, he said, uh, I mean, you know, he's all right, but he's not the sexiest man alive. And he wasn't impressed with what he did for her for Thanksgiving. He said, uh, you know, good luck, partner. But Steve Harvey, now, okay, so Steve Harvey wrote a book a few years ago, a long time ago, actually, about men and men in relationships so but now it seems like he's bashing michael b jordan i mean is he jealous or what because michael b jordan is hot and who made him the authority on who's the sexiest man alive his ass lucky he got his girl for his wife because she is very attractive and i think she's probably with steve because of the money this is his third wife marjorie and her previous boyfriends before Steve were all paid as well. One was like some big drug dealer. The other was like some millionaire. So I'm pretty sure, sure she's not with Steve because he's the uh, 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 most attractive uh, man of all time either, Mr. Steve. Gonna talk about some Michael B. Jordan, not attractive. I know you fucking lying. If he ain't attractive, who is? Because you're not, Steve. But that's just my opinion. You know what they say. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. So it's just my opinion. Some people might think Steve Harvey is the best thing since sliced bread. But okay, that's their opinion. <laughs> Ooh, and another I know you fucking lying moment is the real housewife of Atlanta, Sheree. Sheree, however you pronounce her name. I think it's Sheree. Remember the one who had the house, her and Kenya Moore was like uh, 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 
battling each other on who had the better house and whose house was the biggest or whatever. Chateau Cherie. Well, anyway, if y'all don't watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, some seasons ago, her boyfriend, Cherie's boyfriend, got locked up from some kind of white-collar crime stuff. So anyway, come to find out now, he's out. Old boy is out. Tyrone is out of jail. And ever since he's been out, him and Cherie, 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 they've been spending time together. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm not single. I'm glad I'm not out there because just going by what my friends go through, that, that single life is no joke. But And in Atlanta, I know it's like a high DL population down there for guys so maybe the pickings are slim for Cherie Cherie uh and maybe she just wanted to get back with Tyrone because she still loves him but he's been locked up since 2013 she couldn't find anybody else since 2013 somebody maybe without a criminal background anyway he was indicted on a wire fraud case, so like I said, it was a white collar crime. So it looks like they started uh, communicating again, even before he got out of jail in 2016. They were, I guess, jail buddies uh, talking on the phone. She would go and visit him in prison. So I don't know. I guess she's supposed to give people another chance, but I know you fucking lie. Come on, Cherie. You couldn't find anybody else since 2013. The pickings of that slim in Atlanta. And you're a celebrity. You could, you could like, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been on Tinder and Bumble and all that stuff. But come on. Come on, Cherie. I know you fucking lying. Okay, guys. So I forgot to talk about meal prep earlier in my spiel about being intentional and creating habits and whatnot. So yesterday was meal prep day. So I had to meal prep for two people. Four meals for four days. And let me tell y'all something. This meal prep thing is no joke. I be tired after I meal prep. But yesterday, luckily, the husband decided to help. But of course, it was some strings attached. He helped because he wanted to have some extra QT time. And normally it takes me about four hours to cook and prep everything by myself. So he helped and it cut it down to about two hours, which one bad, give or take two hours or so. But let me tell y'all something about this meal prep. I don't know how these companies, these meal prep companies even function. They must have like 50 employees because I can't imagine making all that food and prepping all them containers for even 20 people. It's a lot for two people, yet alone 20. All I can imagine is they must use some big ass school cafeteria type kitchen. And I picture like three long metal tables with like six people at each table and it's like, Rice, 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 clump. Next person, vegetable, vegetable, vegetable. Next person, meat, meat, meat. 
or either they have some long ass assembly line where it's like rice, boom, down, sweet potato, boom, push it down. Next person, meat, boom, push it down. Next person, whatever, boom. Because let me tell you, that stuff is no joke. And I even considered and thought about starting a meal prep company, but nah, not after doing it for two people, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just stick with just doing it for two. Mm-mm. And they charge a hell of a lot of money too, which is one reason why I was considering it. When I was doing the math, I'm like, it's like $150 for like four meals for one person a week. Maybe it was like eight meals a week, but that's a lot. Let's see, for my groceries every week for my meal prep, and I don't have to buy every week because I buy in bulk from like Sam's Club or whatever. Sam's Club is like a Costco or BJ's for you guys who don't know. It's like a um, warehouse grocery store. So I don't have to shop every week for like the big ticket items like meats and vegetables because I get frozen vegetables. But anyway, if I had to break it down to like a weekly amount, I would probably spend maybe $50 a week in groceries because I have to get my vegetables, well, my fruits, I have to get them fresh throughout the week. So I spend the bulk of my money on fruit. So how are these companies charging $150? They must be charging for labor because it is very labor intensive. It's like it's like a headache. So maybe they're charging extra for the labor because that's 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 where you're gonna get your 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 wear and tear out of. That labor is no joke. That packing and prepping and measuring and weighing and dividing and even setting out the containers. I, don't, I get confused. I'm like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm like, oh, I missed one. I need two more right here. It's a headache. I don't wish out on my worst enemy, but the benefits are good. That's one thing. That's probably probably why I've been doing it for 10 weeks now, because I've been seeing some great results with that and my workout. So I'm going to keep on doing it. I signed on for another six months. Yes, I did. I just signed up for another six months with my coach. So I'll be doing this until October. Last week, I was a little creative with the meal prep. The coach has a recipe book that you can use. Um, if you, Some people get bored with the same meals every week. Some people get more bored with the same meals every day. So my husband is one of those people. So I wanted to switch it up last week, try some of these recipes. And it was pretty good. One was like a ground turkey and rice and broccoli mixed with some cream of chicken soup. Um, and that was very good. The other one was a curry chicken recipe where you had like spring onions. You use light or fat-free coconut milk and curry uh, seasons. That was excellent because I love curry chicken. I might make that again next week. So you can switch up your meals. You can add a little spice to your meal so you're not just like blah, egg whites, blah, eggs, blah. Normally with my egg whites, I like to add some vegetables like some spinach, green peppers, onions, something just, you know, so it's not just regular egg whites, blah, blah, blah. But my coach changed my plan. So last week, I was the first time in nine weeks, I was able to eat whole eggs again. I've been eating egg whites nine weeks and I love egg whites so it wasn't a problem for me so but now I get to eat eggs regular whole eggs or switch it up with some yogurt which is what I would 
been doing. Last week I had yogurt during the week, yogurt and strawberries for my first meal. And then on the weekend I, I did the eggs. I try to stay away from whole eggs. I don't want to eat them every day just because of the cholesterol. But outside of that, this meal prepping thing has been working out wonderfully. Now, I am home. Like I said earlier, I am home teleworking, working from home. So I don't have to meal prep for four days. But for me, because I hate the kitchen, I said I hate the kitchen. It's easier for me to just knock it all out, get it out the way. And so during the week, I'm not in the kitchen every day making chicken. Every day cooking vegetables. I could just we could just grab our container and go. I like it like that. Like Cardi B. I like it like that. So yeah, I mean, if you guys want to know any more about meal prepping or you want me to talk more about my fitness journey, I can do that because that is a main ingredient of my life. I've been on this journey since I, like I said earlier, since 2003. And it's always changing. It's always, uh, I'm always readjusting. So like in 2003, when I lost like over 100 pounds, um, I just started doing like cardio stuff in the gym. And actually, I didn't really start going too hard. I didn't really start going to the gym like habitually until 2008. And so I was just doing like all cardio, cardio, cardio for like two years. And I was like what I consider to be skinny fat. Like I had no definition uh i had no boobs my ass was flat so one of my co-workers because the gym is at my job one day one of my co-workers a really a, a good friend uh he said yay tamika you you should you should start lifting and i was like i looked at him like go over there and lift with all the guys like that was kind of scary to me because in our gym, the cardio was on one side of the gym and the weights are on the other side. And and, and then, of course, all, all the men are over there and they're all like, one, two, three, counting and grunting. I'm like, go over there with them? You said, go over there with them. Okay. I said, okay. So I went over there with them, but uh, I started just started researching and talking to the guys on the on the weight side and somebody introduced me to bodybuilding.com so I started like just looking on it every day at different workout routines different um nutrition uh information and when I started lifting I just got hooked to it so and it like changed the whole definition of my body um and which is one reason why I hate the scale because when you lift, you're going to build more muscle and that scale may not go down like you like it to. It may go up. But so I kind of pay attention to my clothes and inches. I do have a measuring tape. That bird is loud as heck outside my window. I do have a measuring tape that I use to kind of gauge my, uh, gauge my results. I either use my measuring tape i'll use my clothes if my clothes are feeling tighter i'll use my belt if, if i go down one hole in my belts i use a number of things the scale i would just say is a guideline and then i mess around and, and purchase the scale that uh supposed to read your body fat and your water content and your muscle mass and your visceral fat and your subcutaneous fat so that's why i get on that scale every day because i look at all that i don't just look at the uh pounds i look at 
the water weight, the visceral fat, all that stuff I just said. I don't like that BMI too much because I don't know who made up that BMI, but using the number on the scale to determine if you're overweight, obese, normal, it's just crazy because the more muscle you have, you're going to be in the higher number range on the scale. So you, the, the doctor can say you're obese because you're like 200 pounds, but you're 200 pounds and it's a lot of muscle compared to just being 200 pounds of fat. So I hate the BMI, but that's the American medical standard crap that all the doctors use. I don't pay any mind. You shouldn't either. Just keep doing your things. Keep working out. Keep doing something active. You don't even have to work out. Like go to a gym and work out. You can just you can be active in your house. You can go up and down the stairs a few times. You can stand up and just walk in place a few times. You can sit in a chair and do and get two cans of soup and work your biceps. You don't necessarily always have to go to the gym. Or you can find something fun that you like to like to do that's also physical activity. I like to ride a bike, which is something I just got into last year because I didn't ride a bike prior to last year since I was a kid. So the first time I got on the bike, I fell like four times. I was like, forget that. I'm about to get some. I we got elbow pads, uh, knee pads, wrist pads, because those four falls hurt. But now I'm good. I don't fall anymore on the bike. And I really enjoy getting outside. It's still kind of cold here, so I'm not going to ride yet. But I told my husband I can't wait till the weather gets warmer so we can hit the trail again. But, yeah, so do something that, you know, something that you like to do. Like roller skate. A lot of roller skating rinks are still open, even during COVID. Walk the dog. Walk yourself wash the car the meal prepping yesterday was a workout so i counted that as a workout two hours on my feet is a workout so you'd be surprised what activities you do throughout the day that's actually you know anything that that's actually more than just you sitting down is what i'm trying to say so any kind of physical activity any kind of movement where you're not sitting down that's getting your heart rate up it's a workout so don't discount yourself. You're probably getting it in and don't even realizing it. <clears throat> even sex is a workout for some people. I mean, that's your thing. That's your thing. A workout is a workout. I use my uh my iPhone watch right now to track all my activities and all my workouts. That's a pretty good watch, but you don't have to get the uh, apple watch that's what it's called you can get like a fitbit watch they have some really inexpensive fitbit watches amazon has a, a lot of knockoff fitness watches which are still good you mean you know you're just paying for the name when you start adding the out out apple watch and all that crap but you can get started with very minimal amounts of money the thing is to just get started so this is the end of the podcast. Let's recap what we talked about earlier. I started out with March Madness. Today is March 1st. We're going to become intentional in our goals. We're going to set a goal or some goals for March. We're going to create and follow, set a schedule for ourselves in the morning, on the afternoon, on the evening with something consistently. And then for my people that are 
participating in Lent, we're going to try to go past that Lent deadline, past the Lent end date, and continue whatever that we're abstaining from and whatever that we've taken out of our um, lifestyle for Lent, we're going to try to extend that past the Lent date, okay? So I will talk to you guys later. I can't wait to see, I can't wait to hear what my next podcast will be about, especially the segment, I know you fucking lying, because I don't know why that just cracks me up for some reason, but yeah, so, and so don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to Meek with the Deets, so you can get all my deets when I post it, and I'll be posting more motivational topics, more health and wellness topics, more plus size topics, because plus size, for you guys that don't know, is a size 12 and higher. So yeah, I'll be posting a lot more interesting topics and hit me up. You can message me and let me know if there's something that you want me to talk about. Um, You want me to tell your story anonymously. You have any questions for me, I will answer them during the podcast, but just don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to share and tell all your friends and family to listen to my podcast. All right. Bye-bye.